Today, we're going to take a look at some prospects that the Packers could target in the first round should they decide to go for wide receiver. God, I hope this video is not a waste of time. Nation. Welcome to an episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does up. I'm your host, Todd. It's been a while since I did that intro. Grassy, and today we are gonna be breaking it down. I got six potential first round targets for the Packers if they decide to go wide receiver because maybe, oh, maybe they're finally gonna pull the trigger. And of course, as uh, the days go on, I'll be taking a look at some day two wide receivers as well because this is a very deep draft at wide receiver. But for now, let's focus on the first round. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new Patreon and YouTube members. First on the Patreon side of things, we have Campaign 2002. We got Eric Witt up in his membership. We got Mr. Beaker. We got Sengineer226. We have Tom Bond. And we have God's Butt Monkey. A big shout out and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube side of things, we got Daddy McCrangle. We got Shade Slayer 375 Rachel Half. We have Steve B. And we have Bearded1. Two one zero. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So the Green Bay Packers has been talked about on this channel. They got a plethora. They got 11 total picks in the 2022 NFL draft. And oh, they are locked and loaded with five picks in the top 100. Some of which are going to most likely be spent on a wide receiver. Now, the Green Bay Packers usually have steered away from drafting wide receivers in the first round in the past. And to be completely honest... I wouldn't be shocked if they still don't draft a wide receiver in the first round if the guy that they want doesn't fall to them at 22 or 28. However, I think there is a decent shot this year that they wind up saying, hey, you know what, there's a guy we like, whether it's trading up for him, which I think would be, whoa, that'd be pretty shocking. Or maybe they just stay at 22 and the board just falls the right way. And so for this video, I basically prepared both scenarios in which they could potentially trade up and get somebody because they could trade up into the top 15 or they can just see how the board falls. So starting off, let's start out with some of the top prospects that the Green Bay Packers, realistically, they could trade up and get, though it is unlikely that they are going to spend that capital. But let's start off with the first one, and that's arguably the best wide receiver in the entire draft, and that is USC's Drake London. Drake London at 6'4", didn't run a 40-yard dash because he has an ankle injury. He rescheduled his pro day to April 15th, so we'll see what those numbers are going to be. But it really doesn't matter what Drake London does in his pro day unless he shows up and literally just craps on the field. And even then, I still think he's going in the first round because the consensus around this guy is that he is the real deal. Standing at 6'4", this guy has the perfect frame to be a Green Bay Packer. And yes, I understand we're likely not going to get him unless we trade up massively, but this guy can do it all. He's versatile. He can play in the slot, even though we technically should have some slot guys. He can play on the outside, where I imagine he would go. And he, this guy just goes up for it. Looking at some of the tape against some of the teams that he's played, what I love about it is not just his frame, but he boxes defenders out. And he's able to do that because the guy is freaking 6'4". He's a monster. On top of that, he has some really nice hands. He's not really dropping the ball very often. And the thing that I like about him the most is that he has shown that he's not just a flash in the pan. And again, with 
any prospect in the draft. There are no givens. There is just best case scenario that hopefully this guy's skills and talents can translate into the NFL like they were in college. But what I really like about this guy is that he's played with guys like Michael Pittman Jr. or Amon Ross St. Brown and showed like, yeah, like I'm, I'm solid as like a number two, number three guy. But when those guys left, he emerged as a number one wide receiver. And in the first two seasons, he had over 500 yards in each of those seasons, which is solid for a wide receiver two or wide receiver three. But in 2021, this guy really had his best season, played eight games, had 88 receptions, 1,084 yards and seven touchdowns. And the knock on Drake London is going to be his speed. He definitely doesn't have that over the top speed. He's not going to be able to spread the field. And if you look at a lot of his catches, they are going to be contested. He plays a lot in traffic, but he's not afraid to get physical. And I think that that's an attribute that you absolutely want in a wide receiver. Because some of the guys that we're about to talk about, looking at their tape, Half the time, they're wide open. They're stretching the field. There's no one within five to 10 yards of them. That is not going to be Drake London, but Drake London basically has shown from his tape that he's going to go up. He's going to most likely win the catch just because he's towering over some of these CBs. So if the Packers were going to be like, let's go crazy and let's go trade up and get our guy, I would imagine they would do it for Drake London. Now, here's the issue. The issue is Drake London theoretically could go in the top 10, but he's likely going to be going in the top 15. So the Packers would have to trade their 22nd pick and likely their second round pick. Worth it? For some people, they may say absolutely. For me, I think Drake London is very good. I think he can be very successful in the NFL. I don't see the Packers trading up that capital to go and get him. Considering what I said before, the depth at this position, and there's a lot of day two guys that they can target. So I don't think Drake London is going to fall the Packers. I don't think the Packers are going to trade up for him. But if some miracle happened, you could do worse than Drake London. Number two, the former bell of the ball, in which Packers Twitter was in love with him. And then they said, never mind, we're going with George Pickens. But the guy we're talking about is Chris Olave. That's right, from Ohio State, six foot, 187 pounds, ran a 439 40-yard dash, and this guy has the speed. And watching him is just fun. And it's bad because as soon as I watched him, I was like, oh, he would fit the Saints really well. Like, it, it just popped in my head, and I know the Packers fans, you know, there's still a lot out there that want this guy, but oh, he would fit their scheme so, so well. Matt LaFleur has recently asked about what kind of guy they want, and because they lost MVS, they say they want a speedy guy who's going to be able to stretch the field and go over the top, and here's... Chris Olave, he he can do that. There's so many plays that I saw where it was just a wide receiver screen and he just broke it off for eight to 15 yards. And that's kind of the norm for this guy. And he could just turn it on. He has that second level speed. And a lot of the catches that you're going to see, there are no defenders that are around him. But the best part about it is he's proven that he can go up and get those passes. He can get those contested catches. And watching his tape, man, like he's just outrunning defensive backs. Like they're just nowhere near him. And it's really impressive. He had a four-year college career, two seasons. He had double-digit TDs. In 2021, he played 11 games, had 65 receptions, 936 yards, and 13 touchdowns. He is a difference maker. And I really do believe if he falls to the Saints, the Saints are going to 
going to go and they are going to get him. I think that he has the opportunity to either go in the top 15, but I don't think he's going to make it out of the top 20, which of course is right before the Packers are going to pick. So the Packers could wind up making a trade and maybe getting rid of a third round pick to go and get him. And I know a lot of fans would like to get Olave. The one thing I will say, he's not the prototypical Packers receiver. He is a little bit on the smaller side. I'm not saying that's a knock against him or anything. I'm just saying the type that the Packers usually like. And so I could see them not spending more than just the first round pick on him. So not trading any capital to go and get him. But if he somehow fell to 22, yeah, Chris Olave would be a lot of fun on the Packers. And just his speed gets me excited about it. Number three. I have to say, clearly, right off the bat, if the Packers get this guy, and I and I don't think they will, similar to the Chris Olave argument, one, because he could be gone, but two, because he's not the usual guy and build they go for, but this guy, I would be so happy, and that's Alabama's Jamison Williams. On the smaller side, 179 pounds, but 6'1", so a little bit taller than Chris Olave. But everything I watched of his, I absolutely loved. And there's definitely some concerns. There's some risk. Obviously, uh, tearing his ACL in the title game, not so great. So you don't know how he is going to return. So there are some concerns there. On top of that, his first two years in Ohio State, the guy really didn't do anything. However, once he went to Alabama, 2021 was his year, played 15 games, had 79 receptions, over 1,500 yards, 15 touchdowns. He was averaging nearly 20 yards per reception. This guy has the speed that is going to blow your socks off. If Matt LaFleur wanted a speed demon, they got it in Jamison Williams. And again, there's lots of risk there. But if this guy falls to 22, I don't care. Take the risk at this point. Because the way he plays is just so incredibly fast. And it's not just running verticals and like, wow, he's he's got that great speed. No, everything this guy does is gliding across the field. His second gear is absolutely incredible. And I have to say, out of all these guys, when we're looking at the speedsters, he was the one that impressed me the most. So as I said before, trading up for him, there is going to be inherent risk there. I think there's a really good chance he goes in the top 20, especially some of those wide receiver needy teams in the middle. But if Jamison Williams, because of that ACL tear and those concerns, if he falls to the Packers, oh my God, I'd be so happy. Number four, you got Ohio State's Garrett Wilson. Six foot, 183 pounds. A guy ran a 4.38 40-yard dash. If you're looking at this with Olave, Williams, Wilson, these guys are all speedsters. And because of that, they're probably not going to make it out of the first round. The thing that stood out to me about Wilson is the guy has great hands. On top of that, he makes plays after the catch. His yards after catch are really, really good. He's another guy who is getting a ton of separation from defensive backs. And a little bonus here, the guy can return punts. And just saying, that is something the Packers absolutely do need. They tried Amari Rodgers back there. That obviously did not work. And while maybe with Basaccia, they're going to do something a little bit different and they wouldn't want their first round pick to be returning punts, I mean... 
they could do worse with Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson with his speed alone is going to be very, very attractive to other teams. And he's another one that I don't think is going to make it to 22. He could even go in the top 15, but he also is another smaller guy that the Packers, I don't think are going to target. It might be one of those scenarios that one of these guys just happens to fall to 22 and they'll take a chance on him. But I don't know if the Packers are going to be willing to bite the bullet and actually give up capital to go up and get him. Number five, the guy that the Packers Twitterverse has fallen in love with as of late, and that is 6'3 Georgia wide receiver George Pickens. Ran a 4'4740 yard dash, and if there is any word that I can use to describe this guy, it's toughness. He had an ACL injury in the beginning of the year, wound up coming back and actually playing at the end of the 2021 season, and again, tore his ACL and still ran a 4-4-7-40 yard dash. That's pretty damn impressive. And at 6'3", this is the kind of guy that Goody's like, oh yeah, no, I 100% like this guy. And some of the things that stand out from his play is this guy just sacrifices his body to go up and get the ball. There is like no fear in his play whatsoever. First two seasons, he had over 1,200 yards and 14 touchdowns. As I mentioned before, he then had an ACL injury at the start of the 2021 season. So he only played four games and only had five receptions for 100 yards last season. So you kind of have to like put that on the back burner. So yes, just like with Jamison Williams, there are some injury risks that are going to be there. And originally, I know a few months ago, George Pickens, they were looking like, okay, maybe he's going to be in the second round and he still could be a day two pick. If the Packers pick him with 28, I love the pick. If they pick him in round two, I like it even more. But George Pickens, I think, is a guy that teams would take a risk on. I think there's a really good shot he's going to be there when the Packers pick at 22 and maybe even 28. However, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs, with their back-to-back picks, wind up taking a shot on Pickens. He's a big-bodied receiver. He has nice speed. He's got that toughness. And I think that he would be a great pick at the end of the first round if the Packers chose to do so. And finally, with number six, you got Arkansas's wide receiver with 6-2. That is Traylon Burks. Ran a 4-5-5 40-yard dash to one of the slower guys on this list. But I wanted to put him on here because not only is he being mocked in the first round, but even though he doesn't have the speed, there's opportunities for Packers to go and get those guys on day two. He has great size, and he's just a mismatch. And I love when they run the ball with him because he looks like A.J. Dillon. The guy is a wrecking ball. So yeah, he doesn't have that amazing speed. But once he's able to kind of get going, oh boy, watch out. And I'm watching his tape, and I'm like, man... He would be fun to watch in December in Lambeau, just start plowing through defensive backs. Another one who's great on the deep ball, has great tracking. On top of that, he goes up for those contested catches, and he kind of has to because he has that lack of speed. He played for three seasons, and in 2021, played 12 games, had 66 receptions for over 1,100 yards, had 11 touchdowns, and he still had 112 rushing yards. And I'm telling you, if there's nothing that you do, if you don't want to sit and watch tape, I'm sure there's some highlights of it that you can go and watch him run the ball. Like, he really is truly just bouncing off people, which is great. He also is averaging about 16.7 yards per reception, so that's nothing to shake your head at either, because this is a guy who's just tough to bring down. So yes, he doesn't have that speed that LaFleur is looking for, but I think there's going to have to be a balance here with the Packers, that they're probably going to look for a speedy guy, and a guy like Traylon Burks, and he fits that bill. If he's there at 28, I think there's great value for him. I don't know if he's going to last in a day two, and if he does, I don't think he's going to last very long. So if they do pick Traylon Burks at the end of the day, 
they're having a bruiser on their hands. But those are the six guys that I think the Packers would be willing to spend a first round pick on when it comes to the wide receiver position. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if they go interior defensive linemen, they can go safety, they could go edge rusher, hell, they can go offensive line if they wanted to. But some of these guys like Pickens and Burks might even fall into day two. So if the Packers really wanted to get them, there's opportunities for them to trade up on the following day. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Which one of these guys excites you the most to potentially be a Green Bay Packer? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go Pack Go.